Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 270 and it is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, we are back. Um, we had some technical difficulties, so what you're listening to is actually the second take of our introduction. Uh, we were two minutes into our previous recording and then my internet just suddenly dropped on us so we had to stop our previous uh, feed on facebook live and start a new one so so here we are again um as carl is uh uh feverishly uh, sharing uh the uh, episode all over facebook live uh let me give a quick shout out to our sponsors uh silk city hot sauce uh where you can get all sorts of unique flavors such as good morning jonestown badass jew and nightmare among many unique flavors. Use the promo code CODEX, C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order by going to SilkCityHotSauce.com. They also have a really cool flavor, uh, Cherry Sriracha, with go- which goes really, really well with any chicken wings. You know I can never say that right. I just go Sriracha. Yes, Sriracha. Sri- yeah, it, it, yeah, I'm just not even going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, man. As you can see, we got the sauce, uh, but uh, Silk City Hot Sauce has got you covered. If you're looking for some awesome uh, hot sauce goodness with some unique flavors, uh, uh, go there. Go to their website and uh, get yourself a bottle or three or four or five. Oh, just buy them all. Buy just buy them all. Collect them all. Yeah, collect them all. Worth it. Absolutely. Worth it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So yeah, man, we are back uh, once again. Uh, we survived uh, this past weekend's snowstorm. Um, three hours of shoveling, my dad and I did in our driveway, uh, but we got it cleared. I know you had a miserable time shoveling as well. Your look says it all, Carl. Listen, <laughs> my car got stuck three times. Mm. Just trying to get into the house, only to find out that I couldn't even park. <laughs> after all that yeah i mean to the point where you can smell your tires mm. wow neighbors Bruh. digging yourself out in the middle of the street mm. because they didn't want to they didn't want to touch your car you know what shout outs to my shout outs to my barber he post he uh had a post and i just had to share it mm-hmm. he said the way these no the way these guys are plowing these streets i am afraid to see how y'all wipe y'all asses <laughs> <laughs> oh man i said you know what it's so true mm. wow so it looks like the plows were not on there didn't ha- we're on their a game it seems oh. yeah highways were straight mm. yeah I, I didn't leave the house since saturday i actually ended up getting a hotel room because i pretty much hate my house so i was like you know what mm. i just get a hotel room yeah that's exactly what i did Mm. Treat yourself. Nothing special. It was a motel <laughs> six, but it's like, but I was like, you know what? Is it? But the, I just did not think that whole thing through. I, I, I drank a lot. Mm. Uh, I wasn't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? If you're gonna be stuck in a house, be drunk. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, there's a, it's worse ways to spend the time. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, this winter was uh 
this winter weather was no joke. Um, it was pure whiteout conditions on Saturday. You could not see more than more than two inches in front of you if you went outside. If you were dumb enough to go outside, and if you weren't a plower or a healthcare worker. Luckily, there's a gas station across the street because <laughs> I needed to get like food and stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, you know, go get some get some quick munchies. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You would have thought I was like high or something. <laughs> Get those Twinkies and Funyuns. No fun. No, I don't do Funyuns. Mm. Monster Energy drink. Didn't need to do it. <laughs> I didn't have to go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You just sit down and have your whole pile of comics. Just go through them one after another. I did. I did. Mm. Speaking of comics, should we just get to it? Yeah, let's get Actually, to it. Actually, before we get to the comics, mm-hmm. I do want to shout out my cousin Rada Jones. He put out an EP yesterday, uh, this week. Mm-hmm. It's a gospel EP. I don't even listen to gospel like that. Yeah. But it's not, it's called Unashamed. Mm-hmm. Dude, he put it down. Oh, okay. If you need something uplifting, honestly... Check it out. It's on Spotify or whatever um, streaming platform, music platforms you're on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? My man's did it. I was very, I am very proud of him. Nice, good for him. So yeah. honestly, I know you're not spirit. You know you're not into you know spiritual like that. I think you would actually get a give it a listen. I think you would actually just appreciate the quality of music that he put out. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, good on him. Good yeah. on him for putting something out. So yeah, big yeah, big shout out, big shout out to big shout out to Roderick. I can't call him by his stage name. His name's Roderick. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. I've known the kids since he was born. Mm. He ain't a kid. He's a grown man, married and everything, expecting a child. Oh, nice, right he, on. Yeah, living right. Good for him. Mm. But yeah, I did some hunting over the past few weeks because it's been you know a couple of weeks since we since I was able to review some comics. Mm-hmm. So what came out this week, big shout outs to uh, Chris McDermott, friend of the show, for this recommendation, is a new comic called New Men, an indie story by um, uh, published by Action Lab Danger Zone, and is written by, and please forgive me because I know I am going to butcher the hell out of these, Morea, Morewa Ayadeli. Mm-hmm. And the art is by Dotin Akande. Mm-hmm. And it's a bio it's a biopunk thriller set in Africa in the near future. Citizens are like these are developing these superpowers and the government sees it as a threat. Mm-hmm. So they hire Shade, the woman's name is Shade, mm-hmm. a mercenary to hunt to hunt and kill these superhumans, and she'll do it with no problem. Mm-hmm. As long as she has a drink beforehand. Okay. So uh, it was a very interesting, um, very very interesting looking character, and I like the, I actually do like the art style. It's a four part issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, a four part series. So I was like, you know what, four parts? Why not? I'll check this one out when uh, when the next one comes out. Nice. All right, and then the next one I have is Rain, which is written by uh, produced published by Image. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I ain't got nothing Marvel to re- actually I do, but um, what I say, uh, published by Image, written by Joe Hill, mm-hmm. you know who's famous for uh, stories like Lock and Key and uh, Nosferatu, I believe, and mm-hmm. he's the son of Stephen King. Oh, okay. All right, and the artist by David M. Boer, mm-hmm. 
And the story follows uh, a young woman named uh, Honeysuckle Speck. Hmm. Okay. Gen Z's names, man. I don't know. <laughs> and who is actually happy to be, she's happily moving in with her girlfriend, Yolanda, but a world tears apart when it starts downpouring nails and like sharp crystals and whoever wasn't sheltered was not safe. Mm. They were getting got. Mm, I bet. By this rain and then that's where it left off. So I'm like, well, damn. Mm. Let's see where this five uh, five part story goes. Okay. Interesting. So it, that, yeah. That's how I felt. As I read, I'm like, mm, Interesting. Hmm. Literally, that was my word for the day for it. <laughs> so, oh my Jesus. Now, we have waited two long years for this. Hmm. Maybe even longer, but damn it. It is back. Yes, it is. It left us on a cliffhanger the last time we read it. Mm-hmm. Almost three years ago, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, about two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. But damn it, I am so happy that it's back. By Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples, published by Image. Yeah. Saga, baby. Yeah. You get yours? Not yet. Man. Issue 55. Listen, that thing's been selling out. I I, I bet it has. (laughs) I'll I'll get it eventually. Toy Ball has, I mean, not Toy Ball. um, Time Capsule. Yeah. They have plenty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always go to Time Capsule. Yeah, I should have just grabbed you somewhere. <laughs> I should have just grabbed you one while I was there. I went by there earlier this week. But, yep, three years have gone by since the events of Chapter 54. Mm-hmm. What a Chapter 54 it was. Yeah, it was, man. <laughs> so the story just kind of catches up, you know, catches everyone up with, you know, with what Hazel and Alana have been up to, you know, the civil war between their moon and the planet is still wreaking havoc, mm-hmm. still going on. And it introduces some new characters and return of some. And it's just that same grimy rated R stuff that Saga brings. Mm, indeed. Ain't nothing changed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow this motherfucker to the end. All fu- well, I got the trades, but... I'm going to do single issues from now on. Yeah. And I will have all 108 chapters. Mm. Oh, it's, it's going up to 108? Yep. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. This is yeah, it's one of my favorite series. Uh, so I'm, I'm ready. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I waited too long for this. Mm. Yeah, we all have. <laughs> like it is worth it is worth the wait. Like I had it in my hands, I was just like, uh, first thing, first thing I read, mm-hmm. didn't even t- didn't touch nothing else. I'm like, all right, what's boom, jumped on the bed, legs up in the air, you know, just <laughs> I was ready. Mm. So of course, you know, I had to go ahead and you know visit various stores and stuff and do some you know comic hunt, and I find I found a couple of gems. Okay. So the first one is uh, Tales of Suspense number 62 that was obviously published by Marvel, produced back in February of 1965, and it features Iron Man and Captain America, and it's actually the origin story of the Mandarin, whose name I forgot, in in Shang-Chi. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god, can you think of it? Uh, the name of the character? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I forgot to. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, I just saw that, got it at an affordable price. I'm like, you know what? Word. And then I end up catching another one, a nice, not not a major gem, mm-hmm. but it's actually Hulk. Well, it's Hulk one, number one thirty one, uh, produced back in September of nineteen seventy. And uh, it's the first appearance of Jim Wilson, one of the early, one of the early characters who actually was HIV positive mm. in the Marvel universe, and he actually did make his debut in the MCU um, back in Incredible 2008's Incredible Hulk, and it was played by an actor named uh, PJ Kerr. Mm-hmm. Don't even remember him in the movie. I have to watch it again. Mm. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, so I think it was, he was like a very small, very like small character. What's going on, Husky? And John upon it. Yeah. So, um, and of course, it's that time of year again. What's up? When all, as a matter of fact, we are challenging all gamers mm-hmm. who are listening, who are watching, who follow us on social media. Um, yeah, social media. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yep. It's the 4 of February challenge. Yeah, man. When you have to beat four games in your backlog, whether you started them or not, beaten them before or not, even brand new games, mm-hmm. you have to beat four games within the month of February. Mm. So, of course, we partner up with our uh, brothers down at the Game of Delphia crew. Yep. You know, shout outs to Ed and AJ and Seth and the whole crew, the whole entire crew. Mm-hmm. So uh, for my picks, I'm going to do the New Game Plus modes of the Resident Evil remake. So I'm doing both Leon and Claire. Okay. So that makes two. Yep. I'm going to do the Resident Evil 3 remake. Mm-hmm. And for the fourth, fourth, I just thought I'd keep it, you know, short and sweet with Power Rangers, Battle of the Grid, that campaign mode. Okay. So, what are your picks? That's cool. Um, I got uh, Yakuza 3, 4, 5, and 6 on the PS4. Aren't those games long? Um, Well, if you you stick strictly with the main story... um, they're like maybe average about average around like a dozen hours or so. Yeah. I, I just I just I just stick with the the main storylines of those mm-hmm. games and keep all the side content I'll uh, just leave them alone. Right. Because um, I I've beaten the i I've beaten the first few Yakuza games, uh, Yakuza Zero through Kiwami two. And um, when you beat the game there's a premium premium mode adventure. Premium yeah. premium adventure mode where you get to you get to uh, just focus on the side content and explore the world, right? Yeah, so yeah, so that's that's why I'm that's why I'm leaving those on the, on the side, and just just to mainline the main stories and just get through them. Makes you, and then it's like somewhere down the line, it just gets you to play it again. Yeah, yeah, because there's so much side content in each game. Like you yes. can do, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do. Like like explore the cities, um, go like do side activities, like 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 race race toy cars or go for darts or play ca- or sing karaoke or- <laughs> you can do that yep uh you can sing karaoke uh you can manage businesses 
Um, you can even play. You can even go to like the Sega arcades and play the emulated uh, uh, Sega games in, in the arcade, like Virtual Fighter Four and like freaking Outrun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's yeah. Those games those games are jam packed with a lot of side content. I actually love how like video games nowadays like have old video games inside like the current ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah like in Uncharted Four, they had. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Yep. And I'm like, I don't want to stop playing. That's why I end up getting like the Insane Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got the Insane Trilogy too. I beat only beat the first game. Right. And I haven't beaten the other two Crash games. I don't uh, know anybody else has. Oh, probably Ed. I think Ed has. Yeah. yeah Ed's a huge, he's a huge uh, platform gamer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, those are the games I got uh, on my 4 in February. I'll, I'll get through them. Now, let me ask you this. If you happen to beat your four in due time, would you pick up a fifth? Mm, maybe, yeah. If I'm in the mood, like, cause I I got a couple other uh, uh, games for the PS PlayStation Store holiday sale that they had a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Some games on the cheap, like five bucks or less. Like what? What'd you pick up? I picked up uh, the Evil Within one and two. Okay. Yeah, those are like four or five bucks. Oh, why not? Yeah, I'm like okay. Um, I also got this uh, RPG called Indivisible, which which seemed pretty cool. Um, that was that was pretty cheap. It was like ten bucks. So I'll probably like go through those and, or or at least go through the Evil Within. Right. Yeah. If that that'll be my fifth game if I get through the Yakuza ones. I got you. Yeah. I haven't even thought of a fifth game actually. Damn, that's a good one. Yeah, maybe you could uh, replay Guardians, or if you're still playing, I'm still it. playing that one. So. Okay. I know AJ. I know AJ is doing Guardians. Actually, he, um, let me see if I can actually get the, because I know I saved their picture. I saved their pictures, but oh, here we go. So Ed, so Ed's actually playing uh, Freedom Planet, mm-hmm. Star Wars Republic Commando. Yep. Horizon Zero Dawn. You are. Oh, one for playing that game during <laughs> February. Mm. You got to take a vacation from work to do that one. Oh, yeah. And Uncharted, the Legacy of Thieves collection. Okay. So in a way, he's technically doing five. Because mm. that collection is four in uh, Lost Legacy. Yeah. So five. So basically, is he going to play through all the games in the Uncharted collection? I mean, I did when I first did it. Mm, okay. Um, and then AJ's doing uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. God of War, which is something you can do. Mm-hmm. It takes two, and he's doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah, it's a solid round. Yeah, I'm not sure what the other fellas are doing, but you know, you know what? Good luck to everybody, and I'm calling out every single gamer I know. I don't need to go down the list, but I'm calling all y'all out. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see what they got. You know what I mean? Ooh. I mean, Gary Threat just said, um, I'm doing all retro beat-em-ups with the kids. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hyperstone Heist, mm. The Punisher, Streets of Rage 2, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know they made a game of that. They probably... Yeah, there are a lot of. I think I know there were a good amount of Power Ranger games back in the day. Yeah, and John Aponte goes, "Did I miss your Super Bowl picks?" 
Um, I honestly, it's to me this year. You know, I would like to see the Rams do it. Either I'll actually be happy with either or. You know, the fairy tale for the Bengals and then uh, the Rams seeing uh, seeing their head coach do it. I you know win it all at such a young age. You know, his first time. You know, his second time making it to the Super Bowl in, in five years. You know, that would be cool. That would be cool to see. But really. The Super Bowl this year is just a football game at the Up and Smoke Tour 2 concert. What does that mean? You don't know who's doing the halftime? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't watch sports ball. Uh, here he goes with that gimmick again. Dr. Dre, mm. Snoop Dogg, okay. Kendrick Lamar, mm. Eminem, and Mary J. Blige. Wow. Okay, apart from Kendrick Lamar, taking it back to 99, 2000. Yeah, you think? I'm, uh, yo, there's a meme going on that said, yo, these Gen Z kids about to see who their parents really are. Yeah. The second they go, la-da-da-da-da, I'm like, yo, you're about to see, oh, these kids are about to be embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, they'll have their shine with Kendrick, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Kendrick's great. Oh, he's great. No, but Kendrick's more for us. Mm-hmm. I think Ken, yeah, Kendrick's more for the millennials and the zennials. Hmm. I consider myself part of that micro generation. Okay, sure. And uh, who's who's playing in Football Kingdom '68 and a quarter, whatever it's called. First of all, you know it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and it's the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Yeah, I I, I have no idea what they are, but that's cool. Obviously, you know that they're two football teams. Yeah, one representing L.A. and another one representing Cincinnati. Okay, so it's kind of like, you know, Moxley's hometown versus whoever's from L.A. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. You could just name it on the list. <laughs> okay, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so I guess if you're fans of either team, yay? Yeah. Know. Yeah, that's it. But damn, the halftime show's going to be fire. I, I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it's going to be fire because they're going to be blazing up, right? The Chronic. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Oh, man, I wish I saved it, too. I saw a TikTok and somebody recorded freaking somebody from Fox News being so pissed. Oh, my God. The NFL, shame on the NFL for having people who created a song called Fuck the Police. <laughs> I was like, what? Yep, this is coming from a news channel that supported people who stormed the Capitol, but okay. Right? It's like, yep. It's like, knock it off, people. Spare us your your unrighteous indignation. Uh, their tears just taste delicious. Oh, yeah, they, they certainly do. Though that's Drinking their tears is worth the high blood pressure. Those tears <laughs> are salty. Yeah, you know, um, just like just like you know, people drink the tears of Bills fans. But yeah, man, let's, Jesus uh, Christ, man, <laughs> <laughs> leave it. They actually had a really good game. They had a really good season, a really good game. I may be trying. I may try to pick up Josh Allen for my fantasy team next year. That's cool. That's cool. And oh, there's a pretty good versus coming up February fifteenth. Oh, what's this? Anthony Hamilton versus Music Soul Child. Hmm. Okay. That's that sounds a, that sounds kind of intriguing. Who you got? For this one, I'll go with Anthony Hamilton. I'm gonna go with Music Soul Child. Okay. I'm more familiar with his guy. Honestly, th- the fans are winning this one. 
Mm. Yeah, you get a good, good quality R&B from two good singers. Can't go wrong. You know, um, Anthony Hamilton. I, I, I listened to like his first three albums. Like one, my favorite album of his, the ones that I listened to, was, is Soul Live. That mm-hmm. was the second one. That was really good. I do love. I do love the song "Coming from Where I'm From." Yeah, that that's honestly my favorite um, Anthony Hamilton song. But music soul child, like his music. I mean, I follow his his music more than Anthony Hamilton's. I know, shame on me, but I mean, just friends, buddy, love, um, one four three uh, for the night. Don't change, half crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm aside with music so child on this one. Yeah, yeah, he's got the hits. Girl next door. Yeah, that, that was, was a bang. That's a banger. That was a nice song. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got the hits. That's taking me back to high school, so, uh, senior, junior, junior and senior year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But, but that's all I got. What you got? What you got, Mister Vic? Uh, well, I I managed to watch a, a few, couple of a uh, couple of uh, well new for, at least for me shows um, on Apple TV. Uh, I I've, I've got because I'm still in the free a year long free trial since I got the iPhone. Uh, back in June. As he's smiling when he <laughs> says it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I watched this uh this eight episode anthology series called Little America. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. It, it it was actually an excellent show. It's um it's eight episodes. Um, they're each of them are a half hour long, and they center on uh, an immigrant uh, trying to make their way in in the U.S. of A. Um, and they're all based on real people. Okay. And uh and it's and it's really cool. So so like the first episode centers on this um this uh this young boy who's the son of these Indian uh, immigrants who who manage this hotel um, somewhere in the south. I think it's Kentucky. Um, but the parents get deported, and so the kid, um, the kid is actually uh, he, he has no choice but to run the hotel by himself. And you see him like get older, and you're running the hotel, trying to go to school, um, and, and all the while trying to fi- find out what happened to his parents. Uh, that was really that was a really good episode. Um, there was another episode where this uh, centers on this uh, this uh, college student from Nigeria mm-hmm. who falls in love with the with the Texas cowboy culture and starts dressing like a cowboy. Uh, th- I thought that was really cool. Um, there was another one uh, centers, that centers on this woman woman from Ghana who uh, came to the U.S. in the '70s and opened up a cookie shop, um, uh, despite you know, despite her the protests of her mom. Um, and then there was one uh, that centers on this uh, this young man from Syria who's gay and like his his father finds out and he realizes that if he stays in Syria that he might die so he's so he tries to find his way to America. Yeah, these are these are like really good stories about mm-hmm. the immigrant experience from like different culture people of different cultures and countries. And yeah, it's it's a great it's a it's a remarkable series. 8 episodes. Um I recommend it Little America on Apple TV. So um, it's an anthology it's an anthology series and Yep. Now it takes place like in modern times or is it like uh, sporadically, uh, sporadic times periods. Yeah, like um, like the earliest one that I saw was like from like the seventies. Okay, and then like it f- go, goes all the way up to now. Like, oh, okay. Or, or, or recent times. Oh, right. yeah. But it's it's really good, really good stuff. Um, I also started watching this other anthology series on HBO, uh, which was created created in stars uh, Ben Sinclair. It's called High Maintenance. 
um, high maintenance. It was actually really interesting. I finished the first season. It was like, I think it was like six episodes. And high maintenance, it's about, uh, stars Ben Sinclair, and he plays this weed dealer who goes around New York City. And it doesn't, it doesn't so much center on his character. It just like, it'll follow him for a bit and like his customer. And then when he leaves, like the, the episode will focus on that customer for that episode. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes it'll focus on like two, um, two customers. And it's a really, it's a really interesting episode because it's a really interesting uh, concept because you see like all these people just living their lives in New York City. They got different stuff going on and weed is just like, uh, like the connecting, uh, tissue, uh, behind their stuff. Like, like the first episode where he, uh, he, he goes, he sells weed to this, like this big diesel meathead motherfucker who looks like Vin Diesel. Um, and it, preferably, and the guy just basically intimidates him into like selling him weed for like a way cheaper price. And, and this is trifling too. Like if you're buying, if you're buying weed off your dealer, don't, 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 don't go and give, give them actual bills. Don't give your deal like a whole cup full of change and then tell him, yo, my man, hold up, hold up while I, while I count this out. Oh, no, 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 I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm going to count these quarters out. Oh, my God. That's, that's trifling. That's trifling. You, you ain't shit if you, if, you, if you pull that shit with your dealer. Come on now. But <laughs> it could have been worse. Oh, it could have been worse. Like a Crown Royal bag of change. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, something, something trifling, something just like something like you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a cool series so far. I'm I'm digging it. I'll definitely watch the other seasons uh, uh, eventually. But yeah, those are two those are two shows that I'm that I'm uh, watching: uh, Little America and High Maintenance. Um, yeah, because I, I was in the mood for like for some something something like an anthology series that I don't have to like commit like paying attention to a whole season-long story arc okay so you haven't watched book of boba fett yet no i haven't i haven't watched an episode yet oh this last episode was like this is nice mm. okay yeah I'll, I'll i'll get into book of boba fett uh soon yeah it's where the, they just had episode five so there's two more episodes left okay great yeah so i'll i'll definitely plow through those once when that when, once once the series wraps all right we can do a full you know full-on review yeah for sure yeah i would like i would like to see how i would like to see your thoughts you're the you're the supreme star wars guy that i know mm-hmm. so it's like all right i want i like i want to see why what did Vic say because you pretty much i'm more of a ca- uh more of a casual star wars fan i'm my fandom is growing mm-hmm. thanks to you maurice yep so yeah i'll give him his props too <laughs> so but i actually i've been enjoying it so far i'm like all right this has been pretty cool yeah yeah i've, I've heard good things yeah, yeah. and they feel like the character's getting like his just dude it's like he was a badass looking character who was only in who only had like five minutes of screen time yeah pretty much yeah i think mandalorian like really revitalized uh boba fett yeah and i love me some fennec shan hmm. oh yeah she's from mandalorian right yeah. 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 Oops. Well, you saw it at the end of Mandalorian that she's with him. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Those are those, those are shows I'm watching. Um. I already mentioned the the games that I've been playing. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh damn. This went by fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. Also, like on the wrestling front, I you know watched Royal Rumble. It wasn't bad. That's it started. It had a strong, it had a very strong start, and then just kind of fizzled out. Well, yeah, it sucked. 
I don't um, think it's. I don't think it sucked. I think at least the the my favorite match was the Roman and Seth. Yeah, yeah. Until the end, I don't even. I don't even think so. I don't even think so because a lot of people. I thought that was great business that how they did that because a lot of it kind of just went. Full story. It was kind of like long-term storytelling because if you really look at it, and somebody actually in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in, they did a side by. They did like one of those like not a side by side, but top and bottom mm. videos. When Roman blasted him with the chair mm. to get him disqualified, if you really watch the video side by side, he did the ex- the same exact motions mm-hmm. that Seth did to him when he broke up the shield. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, you know what? That's actually pretty interesting, you know. And then Seth got into the thing, and it was just, it just showed. And they had to put the heat back on Roman. Mm-hmm. So, because, well, yeah, because Seth was making Roman look like the baby face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I thought the pro, you know, a lot of the promos was good and stuff leading up to it. I was like, you know what? That was pretty good. That was pretty good business. Um, the women's rumble. It was cool to see Mickey James represent the knockout championship. Yeah, like you know that was cool to see the but you know the but the Lashley and Brock match. Okay, it kind of. I guess it was a bit wonky, but it's like all right, I understand it. It keeps the you know it keeps the Roman and Brock story going. You know we don't really need to see it anymore, but it're like the tables are different. You know the tables are turned. You're getting a different perspective, a different Roman mm-hmm. instead of you know a baby face big dog. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, I watched an old episode of the Royal Rumble that we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's like all right, I can see. Okay, we're getting that from a different perspective. We'll probably. You know, see what's up. You know, see where that goes and stuff. So, I mean, it was okay. And I was watching it, you know, while texting my uh, iPhone, uh, ch- my uh, iPhone chat. So, um, I was it, that made it much more fun to do it while watching it. Snowed in, watching my car, just the front of my car. At least, the, at least the front of my car mm-hmm. because of where I parked. Mm-hmm. Watching that disappear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it more than I did. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's WWE. Is so. So I don't expect much. Yeah. I've. I've learned not to expect much in the last ten years. But. Uh, but yeah, this. Yeah. This, yeah. I, I thought. I thought the men's Royal Rumble was boring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and Brock Lesnar come, coming. I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna, okay. He's gonna win. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey coming out. I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, we know who's gonna win. Um. Yeah, none none of the matches felt felt particularly special. Um, they they just they just they just were what they were. Um, yeah, I've, I I was just I was just bored. I, I don't know. I just felt like it had a strong start. It did with the with the Roman and you know with Roman and um and Roman and Seth. Yeah, and then follow up was follow up was the women's rumble. I'm like, well, that's early. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, that's a pretty strong start," and then it just kind of, it kind of, you know, it kind of fizzled out or whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I was like, "All right, you know what? It was cool." And then you know, this everything, you know, at least more of the setting for me. That's what made it enjoyable. That was what made it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, damn, that's really it. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, we, well, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, I, I was listening to uh, an inter- interesting uh, podcast uh, uh, last week. Um, it's um, the New York Ezra Klein from the New York Times. Um, he has like a he has a, he had a, he has an interesting podcast where he interviews different people, different <clears throat> uh, writers and whatnot. He had a really interesting one with uh, 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 sci-fi or science fiction author Ted Chang. Mm-hmm. Um, and I reviewed a couple of his books, which I have like the stories of your life and others in exhalation, the short story collections. I think I remember you reviewing that. Yeah, a long time ago. But go ahead. Yeah, he had something interesting because uh, when they, when they touched on superheroes, uh, like the popularity of superheroes and like uh, like the like the qualities of it, like like uh, Ted Chiang had some had an interesting had an interesting um, perspective about the superhero genre. And and he said that like he understands the appeal of superheroes because Ezra Klein mentioned that he was watching D- uh, Doctor Strange, <clears throat> and then he asked him and Ezra Klein asked Ted Chang like what he thought about the popularity of superheroes and and Chang mentioned that um, like he understands the appeal and why they're popular and why they're entertaining but he notices two things about superheroes that are or rather two flaw inherent flaws within the genre one is that uh, superhero stories are inherently anti what he calls anti-egalitarian in other words like those superhero stories are not about like the collective saving the day it's not about like ordinary people like getting up and you know using their collective power to like get stuff done or affect change it's just all about like one exceptional being um being responsible for saving everybody else or or a group of exceptional beings saving everybody else it's not it's not about ordinary people actually making a difference and and to that to that end, uh, another flaw that that superhero stories had uh, that Ch- that Chang explained was that um, they're all about when you watch them, whether it's Marvel, whether it's DC, wh- whatever, they're all about reinforcing the status quo. When you watch, when you watch, um, you know, the, the world the world getting plunged into peril or threatened so many times, and you and you keep watching, you know, Marvel films or DC films or even reading the comics, you realize that nothing really changes nothing changes like the world is still the same the the same systems the same systems the same bullshit that people got to deal with are still in place like all of these all of these brilliant technologies that, that some superheroes create don't really change the world and people still have the same same bland lives as they did before and i thought it was interesting because because like when you look at uh like characters like if you look at say like the avengers like if you look at tony stark like even in the Avengers, like where he mentioned um, in that movie, where he mentioned where he created Stark Tower, and he has like uh, using his arc reactor to create like cl- a clean energy, uh, 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 which which sounds which sounds cool. How come he doesn't share that? How how come we in the in the MCU we, we don't see that see that wealth of like why don't, why don't why don't we see like the world actually change like with that kind of technology? Why does it have to stick with? just the superheroes and why do we not see them actually changing shit like even like even in um uh, falcon and the winter soldier like like sam wilson like he had he had a really good speech at the end but he didn't change shit he he just he, he just he just gave the the senators and the leader world leaders a stern talking to but so that was the end of the show so it's like did we see anything yeah no but 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 if if you keep watching nothing changes in these shows nothing does like like because when the world gets plunged into chaos or 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 when the existence gets threatened so many times you start watching and it's like okay yeah okay this is it kind of gives us like the illusion that things are happening 
But then at the end of the day, things go right back to the way they were. Um, from the MCU standard, I see that there is, there has been change, but there's still like that recovery. I guess there's still that recovery period where everybody still has that trauma from the snap. Mm-hmm. You know, remember, like they mentioned in Shang-Chi, there was just like, listen, we are living in a world where you're gone for five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, that, that will always linger in people's minds. You have the um, the flag the flag smashers mm-hmm. trying to implement change for what's been what ha- trying to implement like some type of change where they wanted to how it was <clears throat> excuse me within those five years of mm-hmm. the snap then there was also I had it on, I just had it to when they mentioned in a uh, Hawkeye mm-hmm. when he was using the bathroom and you saw somebody write Thanos was right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you see some change, some change at all, where it's just like, I kind of compare it to like nine eleven, mm-hmm. how like you know the world kind of changed, the world kind of changed. Basic, the world did change. Yeah, after nine eleven, oh, yeah. y'all remember that? I was made fun of that. I was actually made fun of uh, today at work for that. Because my coworkers are like relatively younger than me. Yeah. And one of them who's like 20, he just turned 24. Mm-hmm. So when it happened, he was like three. Yeah. I was like, damn, 9 11 doesn't mean shit to you. Mm. Which, I mean, not like that, but he's like, yeah, I really don't. He's like, he's like, honestly, n- he it does, but then it really doesn't because mm-hmm. he didn't experience it like we did. Right. So that's it. But, that's the thing. It's like, yo, the world did change. Mm-hmm. And it's just still in a recovery period as far as, like, where we are in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how, like, that's how I see it. It's kind of like, in a, in a sense, I kind of, com- I kind of relate, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier to where we are in our current state. Because, mm-hmm. like, say... The pandemic is completely over. Mm-hmm. The world has changed. Yes, it has. We have a whole different perspective on life. Mm-hmm. You know, after this. Yeah. You know, flag smashers are, hate to go political with this one, are Trump supporters. They wanted how it was for that the past five years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like there is a, there is a change it's just not how it's just not it's more like into oh, how can i i think you kind of have an idea where i'm going with this but it's just like i guess it's not a physical change yeah like uh, like you're like you're saying like um like there's like sort of like a change in like psych, psychology like a change in how people feel yeah how people and how people are living their lives now um i i i, I can see that that there, there, there's. Uh, I can see the uh, the truth in that for sure. Um, but what, but what I'm saying is like too is like, uh, like the big changes that we that we don't usually see like in superhero fiction is like, like this like the status quo. Like it's like besides the supervillains and, and all that. Like, like society itself still remains the same. 
like 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 for example like adventures like they're all about like fighting crime and like stopping like bad guys and like you know but but we still have that those same we still have like same like you know corrupt governments we got we got same like like police brutality we got same societal problems like pop like widespread poverty poverty wealth inequality things like that like all those things that you know you would think that in a world full of superheroes they could actually change society to address those problems instead of like beating up some poor criminal you know before for robbing somebody's purse you know what i mean like 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 you have like batman who could use his resources for to actual to to make some actual like say policy changes to Gotham? But no, he he decides, yeah, I'm gonna fight this clown and beat up the, and cripple this uh, this mugger over here, and say that I did it and say that I actually affect uh, say that I actually saved the day. I think I think they keep it like that because there will never be a perfect world, right? So it's like you. How how can I say this? Like the world will never be perfect, so you kind of have to like keep some corrupt stuff going. Like there's that you have to keep problems going, or else might as well just put these motherfuckers in retirement. Well, yeah, um, and that's and that's an interesting interesting point because like you know with with the nature of superhero stories, especially comics, like they gotta keep issues going, right? Um, that's why that's why that's why like nothing really changes but but like but also too like um an, but it's also an interesting thought experiment cuz what 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 Chang mentioned in the interview with Ezra Klein was that um he's not he's not she said that he's not sure if anybody if if you could if you could write a, write a good story that shows what happens when superheroes actually try to change the status quo beyond fighting crime and like, because it's hard to write. It's hard to write a story about like good governance, or it's hard to write a, or at least an exciting story about, you know, running a society. You know that that actually takes real change into account when you have superheroes like trying to make the world a better place beyond just you know fighting the supervillains and going back home. It's a never-ending battle. It 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 it, it is it is it, it is and it isn't. Um, like like it's it's like I'm just trying to figure out like like what just just what that would be like just like to have to have a story where where there is an actual end to us to superheroes and fighting supervillains where the superhero superheroes win and they can actually reshape society because they have because you basically have like superheroes are like gods basically even even like someone like tony stark who has a flying suit like they're all basically gods walking among among mere mortals and with all the resources and the technology they have you know like like our our lives are still what our lives still ain't shit society still ain't shit really like we could just look at tony stark and be like oh nice oh you 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 built a whole tower full of clean energy how come we're still paying national grid what the fuck Come on, we're, we're, share that for share that for some of us, you fucking dope. And and, and here's the thing. And here's the thing, now that I think about it, you know what Tony Stark really was. Looking at Tony Stark in the MCU, a narcissist. Well, oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he was a hardcore narcissist. But Tony Stark was nothing more. When you really boil him down to his essence, he was just a benevolent megalomaniac. I don't see that. You change one element about him, and he'd be a full-on super super villain. 
he's he's because for Tony Stark he's 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 eighty percent there. What's 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 really stopping him from going that from that twenty percent? Well, well, he almost died in Afghanistan, and he had a really big sad about it. And I know I'm I'm trivializing like his origin story, but like when you think about it, it's like yo, like Tony Stark, Tony Stark is basically a supervillain who decided a supervillain with some really good self control. That's all he had, and a good support system to keep him on the straight and narrow. Oh yeah. That's all he really was. Yeah, but at the same time, superheroes have superheroes have to have their flaws too. You know, we all just can't be good old boy scout. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so you know, you gotta have some flaws to make these to make these hero to at least even though they are gods, mm. they have to be relatable to, to relatable to their audience. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. we all know somebody who's like that. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we all know somebody who's like Captain America. Good old Boy Scout, but yeah, he still has his fair share of bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even Black Panther had his fair share of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, everybody has to have their fair share of bullshit to make these, to make these characters relatable. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, um, you know, I, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, with, uh, <clears throat> Like, like it be it it would be interesting from interesting to see just just what that kind of superhero story would be like like after after like you have all the big battles and the big light shows like just focus on what does real change look like like real change look like in the world of like an NMC or DC. Okay, I can't I can't really speak so much for DC because they just like, as far as movies especially as far as movies wise because they yeah. just can't quite get it together <laughs> but um but we kind of did see that especially like okay the battle in new york mm-hmm. how it literally just affect it affected so many people we end up seeing it in um daredevil where people which where you saw like corrupt people i'm like all right this happened yeah we were saved but then there's still more problem mm-hmm. corrupt real estate yeah corrupt yeah. like, like there's always going to be a problem there's never going to be a perfect world like we get thanos and it's like yay every the world is sunshine and lollipops no it's not gonna happen because there's gonna be some people who agreed with thanos who agreed with who actually enjoyed how it was between you know within those five years like i always say the snap was a victory for introverts (laughs) <laughs> kind of yeah. but it's like okay then those introverts is like oh you brought these motherfuckers back now we're back to being uncomfortable damn it Thanos was right uh, okay yeah, that's just a kind of <laughs> yeah I, out of, you know yeah I get you man. a goofy way to explain that but yeah there's oh, just no matter what there's always going to be a problem mm-hmm. that's what makes the stories that's what makes the stories relatable it's all about it's really all about relating to your readers mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah that and you know you gotta you you, you gotta make money by seat with sequels and issues and whatnot yeah yeah that's, that's what i mean yeah it all comes it's just it, money aside money yeah. and economics and business aside <laughs> right yeah. you know art you know artistic wise all that mm-hmm yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, I get what you're coming from. Yeah, because even okay, like say, this pandemic ends, it ain't gonna be no sunshine and lollipops. I'll tell you that. Oh no, 
No, like, God, like if if we if we ever do see like an actual a proper end to the pandemic, woof. It's 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 gonna be an uphill battle. I know at least. Not 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 just on a personal level, but in terms of like on a societal level. Oh, absolutely. Just like people's, just like people's trust in one another. Also, which is which is for which is for me is at an all time low. low. <laughs> and it ain't just you; it's everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody has lost some type of trust in society. Yeah, um, and and yeah, and the healthcare workers who dealt with with way too much bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep, you know it, you know it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, do we have uh some comments here? Yeah, Nick Quattrini had uh, well, John Aponic. I think this one's more of a more of a uh, troll. Yeah. Uh, Marvel did quote unquote end series before Kitty Pride ended up becoming president. Okay, not sure if I remember that one, but trust me send me an issue i'll look it up mm-hmm. and then nick quatrini says if batman gave his money to everyone i think greed would set in and it would only increase petty crime especially if someone knows they just got 10k well well i'm not saying that that I mean that's 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 a thought like like oh but but that's 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 a that's a that's a good uh uh instance like for example like as 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 wealthy as like say batman is like I mean, I mean, it, it can't just be him, but like, like why, why can't like he use his wealth to like promote, say, some sort of like universal basic income, like for Gotham, you know, just like hey, just give, just like you know, you know, the best way to to lift people out of poverty, give them money, like. Okay, and then everybody will metrop and thugs from Metropolis will try to come over and rob the people from Gotham. Well, he, they know they got that money. Well, he's well, he's Batman, so he'll find a way to defend the city. And, and and besides, and, and Superman and Superman Superman's there too. So Superman ain't rich, right? He's a damn reporter. Exactly, but probably you, a shitty one at that. But you know what? With with Superman being a being basically being a god, you know, he he could he could actually force he could actually force politicians to actually do some good for once. Like like for example, like there's actually a really cool um like one of the old old like vintage uh issues of Superman. Like I I, I read this somewhere. Like I actually read this uh this uh this uh, academic paper that talked about it where in one of the earliest issues of Superman, uh one of Superman's friends gets killed in a in a car in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Like he gets he gets hit by like a reckless driver. And so Superman uh he he realizes that like, you know, Metropolis is basically they're not doing a good job of actually you know, reining in like you know reckless drivers. So he actually, he actually, uh, thre- he actually goes up to the mayor and threatens him to like make some make some real changes. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta clamp down on these on these like reckless drivers that are killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, like he and Superman t- goes takes it a step further. He actually confronts the police and tells them like, "Yo, do your jobs and inf- and enforce the roads." He actually breaks through a, a, the wall of a radio station and goes on the radio and says, attention, like, reckless drivers, if if you're on the road fucking up, I'm coming for that ass. Well, he didn't say it like that, but, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. But, like, like he actually... Like, he actually uses his powers to actually affect some actual change in Metropolis beyond fighting a supervillain. And he realizes that it works because eventually the roads become safer and and uh, at the end, at, towards the end of that story, he sees that he gets a parking ticket um, as Clark Kent, and he realizes, and he's like, "Yes, this, the, yes, the, the law is actually working." So yeah, like that's just like a like a small example of like, okay, you you, you got you got a superhero with superpowers, 
actually forcing some real actual change that can stick in society beyond beyond I fought Lex Luthor, I fought Doomsday. And uh yeah. And and sure I destroyed I destroyed Metropolis behind me and I zapped snot and I zapped snapped Zod's neck, but uh look at all the people I saved underneath this rubble. <laughs> God man of steel. (laughs) I see what you did there with somebody who's watching. (laughs) Right? John knows I'm right. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) But yeah, it's 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 interesting. That's an interesting talk. Oh my god! Please, if you guys got anything to add, please hit us up via social media or Cortex Prime Podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Please hit us up. He just hit us up with the email. You know, um, we we would love to know what you think about this uh, topic. And 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 for reference too, uh, look for the uh, Ezra Klein uh, podcast, as New York Times Ezra Klein interview with Ted Chang. Uh, that was from March of 2021. So that was a really good interview. Um, from uh, New York Times. Yep. Right, okay. and you can find it on Spotify as well. Dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. When, when I listened to that interview, I was like, "Wow, this is this will be worth this will be worth exploring on the podcast." That, that was that was that was enlightening. Yeah, that was enlightening, sir. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I try. You know, I uh, I, I have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna hit you with a hypothetical. All right, Ooh. and I need everybody. I would like for everybody else to uh, comment on this as well and see what your thoughts. Yeah. Would you rather? Get snapped by Thanos and miss the pandemic, but yet everything has still gone on mm-hmm. for five years, or actually live through it. Mm. Oh my God. That's. Loved ones have passed away, remarried because you've been gone but yet COVID's still happening Mm. trump's still in office all the police brutalities everything that we have been through the past few years all that still happens Mm. so would you rather be snapped by thanos and miss all that Mm. or still muscle your way through all the bullshit um yo that that's that's a good question because like you know, even even if we, you know, even if we get snapped back into existence, like the world will arguably be worse. Um, but yeah, but if if I get snapped, then it's a possibility that like loved ones might be no longer around. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I honestly, I'd rather live through it. I I I'd rather tough it out. Um I'd rather see what the world's like um with 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 half the population gone. Cuz that adjustment period is rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the MCU they're still re- they're still getting adjusted. Mm. That's true. They're still making adjustments. So just from coming back and missing all that. So just imagine all this has happened while you were gone. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, it's like you're, you're walking. It's like, you know, technically you can, you know, you can, what you walk around, it's kind of like, kind of like a wasteland. And 
at least on, at least on, the, on a positive note, positive note, there'd be no no more traffic on ninety five. <laughs> um. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like I, I I'd rather tough it out because like because if I got snapped out of existence and came back, then then the then a like the the world like it, it'd be too much of a, of a of a system shock perhaps oh absolutely and and also too like we we kind of saw the perspective like in um in um i think it was not black widow it was hawkeye we saw the perspective of uh yelena who got snapped yep and for her it looked like it looked like she got it snapped was just a like, blink of an eye yeah it was it was like a blink of an eye and then like she she came into the bathroom got snapped and she came out she and literally it was like, just <clears throat> five years gone she just wiped her face five years have gone by yeah and I can't imagine how much of a mind fuck that is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd rather tough it out. Let me see. I don't want to get snapped. I prefer living through it. Ashley O'Neill says he'd rather go through it all. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather tough it out and uh, and hope for the best. Um, how about what say you? Yeah, I'll tough it out too. Yeah. I mean, I did pretty. I think I did pretty well. You know, going through all the, you know all the bullshit and stuff over the past few years. Mm-hmm. I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, man. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather, yeah, I'll tough it out. Yeah. Because, like, losing loved ones and not being there to at least say goodbye to just a blink of an eye and just gone. Yup. <sighs> man. Ain't enough therapy in the world. No. Yeah. In fact, that's what happened to um, uh, uh, Monica Rambeau. Um, yeah. In WandaVision. Yeah, when she got blipped out of existence, her mom died. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom was gone for a while, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... And then just the whole... Just the chaos. Because, see, that's what we didn't see in Endgame, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the chaos when everybody got snapped back. Oh, that's true. Because like, remember in WandaVision, when they showed Monica Rambeau coming back... You just see, like, the hospital was, like, everybody was, like, losing their mind because everybody just kept, just all came back at once. Yep. Remember, you saw in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home where everybody just came back, everybody just marching, and next thing you know, there's a ball flying in somebody's face. Yep. So you're getting that shock, hmm. and the next thing you know, boom, you're getting the ball to your face. True. And, too, like, in, in No Way Home, like, there were still there were still high school students like in Peter Parker's age, that were that lived through the blip. So by the time everybody came back, like they're already like twenty one. Right. And yeah. This he was like, yo, my under my older brother is now older than me. My younger brother is now older than me. Yup. <laughs> but it's so that confusion alone, I'm like, <laughs> but he's still my younger brother. But he's older than me. Mm-hmm. You know, like in- Yeah. Damn. Damn, that's 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 a trip. Jeez. Dang, and then you then you come back and then like you like you see like maybe like your like your former lady and they're, they're with somebody else. Oh, like, oh, remember what happened to the teacher in uh in a uh, far from home? He oh. was like, "Did I ever tell you what happened to my wife? She pretended to be blipped. <laughs> we had a funeral for her and everything. It turns out she ran away with some other guy." <laughs> damn. I was like, "God damn!" I was like, "Ooh, savage." Mm. That's that. That's a savage move. Right there. <laughs> that was. Woof. That was JB Smooth, right? No, it was um, uh, Martin something. Uh, his name. His name's escaping me right now. Hold on, I'll, I'll just scream it. 
and and you, you know what you know you know the one of the positive things about remaining like like toughing it out during the blip we can finally find a ps5 in <laughs> yo <yours>. for real <laughs> yo oh. facts yo i can get i can get a ps5 in an xbox series x at the same time yes. what strolling to best buy be like hey nobody's here it's mine now yoink martin star martin star okay <laughs> yeah he actually played yeah he plays roger harrington oh okay okay nice oh and oh yeah yeah i forgot like there was that was one thing i i forgot to mention okay i i i i I was almost I was I was close to getting I thought I was kind of close to getting a PS5. Nah. Okay, so uh Sony uh Sony Sony Direct if you if you like go on their mailing list, um they have like these random drops where they'll let you know like a day in advance that okay, this drop is on like this day at this time. Just just log in and you'll be in the queue. So I got the, I got the email uh last week. So like hey, you're this is Sony Direct PS5 drop Tuesday. Uh, what was last Tuesday? Like the twenty fifth, I think. Possibly. Yeah. So it was like it was last Tuesday, basically. I get the email. All right. I'm working from home, so I got my I got my uh, personal laptop on the on the side. So as soon as that as soon as that email came, I, as soon as I clicked on the time, it was two o'clock. Boom! I I clicked on it, and I was like, okay, you're in the queue. Okay. I hit refresh. Still nothing. No changes. So I'm like, okay, I hit refresh again. Still no changes. Okay, so I'm so so I'm there. So I'm just I'm also at work. So I'm figuring, okay, well, it said that it said so the, the screen said that like, if you're moved to the front of the queue, the screen will automatically move you to where you can purchase a unit, and you'll have like a set amount of time to actually secure the purchase. I'm like, all right, cool. So it was at two o'clock last Tuesday, two p.m. It was and, and the sale was like supposedly so from two to seven p.m. Hours go by, still no changes, even when I'm hitting refresh. So around six o'clock, I hit refresh one more time, and you know what I see? I sold out. Sold out. Ah! <laughs> sold out. <laughs> sold out. Uh, but be on the lookout for be on the lookout for the next Sony drop, PS5 drop, and to your email here. I'm like, fuck you, Sony. <sighs> Here's my email. Yeah. Sony teased me. They teased me with a good time, Carl. They did. I was hitting that refresh I, I button. For you. I was like, I'm so close. Yo, my old my yo, I, the the juiciness of my OLED. Oh, yo, I man. I was I was ready. Y'all already know. Man, I was denied. Sony denied me. You had oh my god! They, Sony gave you blue balls. They blue balled me, man. Oh my god! So so you, you just had you just had all that built up. Yep. And just you just had nothing but foreplay, nothing, nothing, nothing but foreplay, and boom, period started. Yep. Oh, that is awful. Oh God, that just brought me back to a dark place. <laughs> God damn, that, that's painful. Yeah. Yep. So that's so that's precisely what Sony did, damn. and uh, and I was like, I was like, that's an angry fap right there. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, on that on that note, uh, we're going to um, uh, toss it to our sponsors here, uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. 
Um, unique, uh, you can get many unique flavors here, as you can see um, in our screen here. Badass Chew, Nightmare, Good Morning Jonestown, uh, uh, Cherry Flavored Sriracha. Uh, we also, they also have uh, Erotic Fever and uh, Maple Syrup Hot Sauce, which goes really well with any breakfast sandwich and, and pancakes, too. Waffles. Chicken and waffles, man. Ooh, chicken and waffles, yes. Throw it, out, throw it on your wings. I'm, 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 I'm going to do it. Throw it, it on your wings. Just order from like a diner. Just get plain wings. Yep. Get like an order of plain wings. Yep. And literally, one sauce, eat one. Next sauce, eat one. That's how I'll be. That's what I've been doing. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Yes, you will. Yes, I will. Yeah. I like it. I, I'm gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and, and you will love it too. So when you uh, use the promo code Codex, you'll get fifteen percent <laughs> off the order. Nick, what you He's what, what, what did Nick Cuccini say? Sony was like, I'm going to get Vic's beard wet and then left out the window. That's, thank you. You know what, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly what Sony Damn. did. That's oh, exactly man, what that Sony did. My, that hit me in my soul, mm. man. I cry for you. I will cry for you. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what Sony did to me, man. Oh, but Jesus. But you know, just 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 like just like one of those poor saps playing the lottery, I entered my email again, and I'm gonna wait await the next drop. It's okay, it's okay, cause it's better than not doing it. It's true. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That is true. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, time will tell. <laughs> Uh, before I can secure a PS5, at, at this point I don't care if it's a, if it's the disc one or the the digital one. I just want a unit. I'll take either one. Uh, I'm picky. I get my. I want my disc one. I love my. I love my hard. My. <laughs> I do too. Like I would like to get the disc the disc one, but push come to shove, I'll be like, all right. Find the sugar mama. And stop prostituting. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. Prostituting. <laughs> Listen, man. Yo. Come come on, Sony man! Don't don't do me like that again. For, right? Yo, I, I think I don't know, man. Like if I ever get another Sony drop email, I don't know if I should just click on it right away and just hit refresh. Maybe I'll get it then. I don't know. I thought I was on the ball, but you was ready to go broke, huh? I was ready. Yo, <laughs> I, I was ready, man. Yo, I was ready to risk it all. I'd risk it all. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, th- thank you for uh, tuning in on Facebook Live. You can also uh, follow us all on all social media platforms, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast, uh, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, yep. Twitch. I got to get. I gotta start getting going and get, get that going again. And also, you know, so many other ones. You can find me at MrBird1027 on all social media platforms. At Victor Amoyo. Yep. Yeah. Where he's doing the film thing. Yep. Yep. Doing the film thing on my Instagram. Um, yeah, you can you can find us everywhere. Uh our audio episodes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Radio, iTunes, where you can hit us up with a five star review, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, wherever podcasts are found, you can find us. There you go. Yep. So on that note, I'm gonna let Vic cry some more. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, I'm gonna go cry in the car. And uh, and uh, and while we're at it, we'll be here uh, next week. Uh, same Codex time, same Codex channel. Uh, yeah. So yeah, thank thank y'all for watching and listening. As always, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.